Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having an awesome day as uh, we're going to talk some football here with one of our favorite football guests, Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too, as our Odyssey NFL insider Baldy joins us now here on The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. It's uh, We're in a similar spot here, uh, Baldy, Dallas, and Philadelphia ending way too soon. What's going on up there with all this talk about the, the roster being disconnected? Is that true? We're talking about now the roster disconnected with who? The Eagles. Well, I mean, you know, they're, uh, it's a very simplistic offense. They don't have any answer for the blitzes. Um, they don't get off blocks too good in defense, and they don't cover on the back end. But you can look at the roster, and the roster is old, bloated, slow, um, and they don't look very well coached. So they have a lot of issues right there in Philadelphia. What changed? I mean, they, 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 were, they were at 10-1 and one and figuring out a way to, to get it done. Was there nothing behind the scenes that affected the chemistry that affected their play? Was it just all a, a bad execution run? No, I mean, they were waiting. I mean, even when they beat New England week one, um, everybody was kind of waiting for them to blow teams out, put four quarters of football together. And they did at times. I mean, they put the Patriots away. Um, you know, they they played the Minnesota Vikings, and, you know, they ran for 250 yards. They played the Bucks. They ran for 200. They were running the ball earlier in the year, and DeAndre Swift was having a great year, and then they kind of got away from that. Uh, and then they had all their injuries in the secondary and at linebacker. And so they picked guys up off the street and off the wire and made some trades, but uh, they never really fit into a system. Um, whatever the system is, they never really fit in and became uh, a unified group. And so that was a big part of it. And then the quarterback was injured uh, for much of the season and he didn't run anywhere like he ran a year ago when he was, you know, him and Lamar were, uh, just tearing the league up, running the football. And he, he kind of got away from doing that, and they didn't have that dynamic extra edge on offense in the last six weeks of the season. What's the outlook for Philly next year? I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, Jeffrey Lurie's not going to just sit back. Like, I, I think they're going to make a change, at least at the coordinator's uh, level. Uh, but I would say that uh, to stand status quo, right now and not do anything would be a terrible mistake. I mean, what if you bring back that same team that was dreadful the last six weeks of the season, um, you know, and they finished it finished in the cellar, you know, Only I the Cowboys would do that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't, I don't think Cowboys are going to finish in the cellar. I mean, the Eagles could finish in the cellar. So, um, you know, so I, I think that changes are coming in Philly. I don't know to what level, 
players are telling me certain things. So, um, you know, because maybe they hear cer- certain things right now. But I would say that, you know, they're not going to stand pat at this point. I mean, at least the coordinator is going to be changed. Hey, Baldy, did, did, they, did they make a mistake, though, of going to Matt Patricia? Did that lose the locker room or divide the locker room when they went from the side to Patricia? Did they did they lose the players lose some confidence in in the coach in the head coach at that point? Well, you know, I mean, Darius Slade played for Matt Patricia in Detroit, and it couldn't have gotten worse. I mean, there was you know there was some really bad blood between those two. Now, whether that still existed with Slade and with Patricia, it's kind of hard to think that some of the things that were said um, by a coach and a and a player that they could just uh, forget like that never happened, but. You know, they, they went to a more simplistic approach in the secondary. They went to a more quarters approach. Uh, but they still had communication breakdowns. Sure. And then, you know, guys are, you know, there's certain guys on that defense are not in good shape. I mean, condition-wise, they're not in good shape. You know, they don't, you know, like you watch the Eagles play defense and then you go, I don't know, watch the Chicago Bears or uh, at the end of the season or go watch the Houston Texans mm. go play defense and you watch a team sprint to the football the way it's supposed to be. And there looks like there's a real effort issue um, from that side of the ball. And sometimes, uh, you know, that, that's a responsibility of the coach to get guys to play hard and guys that don't get other guys in there that do. Yeah, it, it's getting pretty uh, old watching these playoff failures here in Dallas. Baldy, what do you think should happen this offseason? Are you moving on from the coach? Are you looking at maybe making a change at quarterback, both? I mean, how would you navigate this offseason if you were the GM? Well, it's been a dreadful three years. Um, you know, they beat a, a really bad Tampa team uh, you know, over the last three years in the playoffs. Uh, I think they were lucky to be there uh, at that point. But, you know, it's been an ugly exit three years in a row. And so at some point you go, well, who cares if we're undefeated at home? Uh, if we are the highest scoring offense in football, who cares about any of that? When we get to the postseason, uh, none of that happens. You know, we don't score 30 points or 40 the way they do during the regular season. So, you know, something, you know, the the turnovers, the pick six was pretty good play by Green Bay and a little safety rotation and a blitz. Um, They fell right into the trap. They set the cheese and they took it. So at some point you go, this is a failure of coaching at some point. Green Bay was much better prepared and played much better in a big spot. And, at some point, you can beat a lot of bad teams and put up big numbers against Washington and New York and maybe a, a fading Philadelphia Eagle team and think everything's fine, but everything certainly isn't fine when you saw what the Packers just did. So at some point, you go, should we just stay the course? And, you know, hopefully we'll just improve, tweak the roster a little bit, and when we get to the playoffs next year, we'll, we'll make our run. Well, three years in a row, Cowboy fans have seen that they're not ready to make a run. So at some point you go, do you blow it all up, like Michael Irvin said? Um, or is there another fix that's an intermediate fix that gets this team better prepared for the postseason? Because other teams look prepared for it. Houston, Texas look prepared. Green Bay Packers look prepared. Tampa Bay look prepared for the postseason. They know it's played at a different level, at a different intensity level, and they all played at that. Baldy, how, oh, excuse me. How do you make your team? How do you? No, my fault, sir. How do you make your team tougher? Yeah, 
that's the million dollar question right now. Honestly, like I think it, it really does start how you practice because sure. we all know there's limitations to how you practice. Um, you know, typically a team that is great on defense is great on kickoff coverage. A lot of those players play on defense. Uh, tackling, you know, shows up on kickoff coverage when teams do get a chance. I mean, that's one little thing. But I just think that there's got to be – I mean, it comes down to coaching and the type of players you have and how, how badly they want to be coached and hard, how hard they want to be coached. And I think that's where it starts right now because of the limitations that uh, most teams have in practice. Brian Baldinger with us here on The Fan. So we, we know, I mean, the, the coaching issues. Where are you at with the quarterback, with Dak? Well, I think Dak is a good quarterback, but these, you know, these turnovers keep, you know, turning up when you can't afford them. I mean, there's four interceptions in the last two playoff losses um, that were pretty significant. And while he took care of the ball most of the season, I mean, I think Green Bay knew that, you know, the ball was going to C.D. Lamb and they sort of uh, were ready for it. Uh, But We haven't seen him play. We haven't seen him elevate the team in the postseason. And ultimately, great quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks at Dallas, only get measured by how they play in the postseason. I mean, Troy Aikman's stats, Roger Starbuck's stats, I mean, those separate them from every other quarterback that played for the Cowboys, how they played in the postseason. And so you have to make that evaluation. Is he, when the stakes get high and it's sudden death, and there is no tomorrow, can you get the best out of Dak? So far, we haven't seen it. Against, because you know the defense is going to be better. They're going to be better coached. There's going to be more traps laid out there like Green Bay did. And are you able to avoid those and avoid the mistakes and elevate the guys around you? And right now, uh, it's pretty clear that when you get to that time of the year, you're not getting the best out of Dak. So, they, you know, at, at some point you go, is this the guy to lead us to a Super Bowl? Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. We'll check. Baldy, uh, one thing was the running game never got going this year, and the Cowboys ended up with two first-team all-pro guards and then a second-team all-pro tackle in, in Tyron. Did you notice anything? I mean, it seems like if you've got three guys that are that good along the offensive line, you should be able to run the football. Well, it didn't seem like it was emphasized. And it didn't seem like it was uh, worked on throughout the season. Uh, the team that you saw in the playoffs on the other side is as diverse and creative in the run game as anyone you're going to see in this league. With what they do in the tight ends and how they shift to strengths and how the running back um, you know, cuts back and what they look to to cut back, I just didn't see that in Dallas. I didn't see the creativity in the run game. And people always think about you know, the creativities in the pass game. The, the creativity is in the run game just as well. And I don't see that. I don't see that from the Dallas. Now you can say Tony Pollard is in every down back. He got more touches he's ever gotten in his life. Maybe he's not in every down back. Maybe he's a change of pace back. Um, but I just didn't see the creativity, the diversity and the commitment to the run game that I think is necessary to be good at it. Do you think they could be good with the personnel? They just need a better approach. Well, I think they need a bigger back. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you saw all the problems they had down the goal line and the short yards this year it showed up all the time. Um, so I think they need a bigger, more powerful back, um, because it's not necessarily, and I shouldn't say just more powerful or bigger. I I should say a guy that really understands, 
uh, contact balance and can just run through. Because Aaron Jones isn't a big guy, but he's a great contact runner. And he runs through contact like he did down the goal line twice. Um, and like he did four years ago down the goal line. Like he runs through contact. And so while he's only 200 pounds or 205 pounds, like he plays like a big back because of his contact balance. Were you surprised how distracted the Cowboys were in the first half with CD and Dak couldn't get on the same page? Yes, I was surprised. I was, I was alarmed actually, because, um, did the, you know, you, you had 135 completions to this guy. The whole offense ran through CD. There shouldn't be a situation. He's running a, a five yard stop route on the outside and the ball sails over his head. I mean, where else is he going to be? Like he's run these routes every week, all week, 16, 18 targets a game. And I was, I was alarmed at how bad the, the, the throw in the end zone against Keyshawn Nixon, um, how he sailed that out the back of the end zone. I mean, I just thought that they had every single machination available, no matter what the defense does. I, I thought the defense couldn't be right the way they connected during the season. So I was, I was highly alarmed by the disconnect between those two. What's your perspective on Jerry Jones? The, the talking point is back that maybe he undermines coaches with his ownership style. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like uh, he talk, I mean, he's, he's the owner. If he wants to have, you know, a Jerry Jones press conference, or if he wants to have a Jerry Jones uh, radio show, I mean, he's entitled to it. Most, most owners um, are reluctant to do that, but that's Jerry style. And if that undermines the coach, then the coach isn't as strong as he needs to be. I, I, I don't believe that, um, that that should affect what the coach does. Um, if that's what undermining is, if that's the implication of it. Okay, so that kind of goes to, you know, he's a, he's a owner slash GM, and I was going to say, you know, I think the Cowboys right now have a better roster, and they probably have a better coaching staff than the Eagles, but I would bet on Philly to get to the Super Bowl next because of the difference of Howie Roseman to Jerry Jones. Mm, I don't know. Cowboys have drafted a whole lot better than the Eagles. I mean, I haven't seen Jordan Davis become a star player like Micah did. You know, they don't have – they haven't drafted a receiver like C.D. Lamb. I mean, I'd go through the roster and say that the Cowboys have drafted better. Tyler Smith looks better, as good to me as any lineman that the Eagles have drafted in a while. Um, you know, I mean, they brought in DeAndre Swift uh, in order to become their starting running back. They didn't draft one. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I'd go to the roster and go, uh, the Cowboys, I mean, they didn't draft uh, the corners, Deron Bland or um, – you know, I mean, Diggs or, you know, pick a guy. Like, they haven't drafted those kind of players. So I would say that the draft has been better in Dallas to, to star players. All right, Baldy, uh, what is or who is the team that is the underdog this weekend that you think is going to pull it out? Mm, I don't know if Green Bay is going to pull it out, but and they're the, certainly the underdog to San Francisco. But I've seen teams play San Francisco, I mean, offensively, play the 49ers defense and have great success all year long. I saw – uh, Kirk Cousins do it. I saw Joe Burrow do it. I saw Baker have success. I saw Carson Wentz drive the Rams right down the field against their number one defense and score. I mean, I've seen teams move the ball on the 49ers. So I, I think Green Bay is going to have success offensively. Now, I don't know if they're equipped. I don't know if anybody's equipped to s- just stop or corral the 49ers uh, offense right now. But I think that's a game that might go deep into the fourth quarter that we might be a little surprised by. 
We learned some things about you last week, uh, our Old Spice questions of the day to Brian Baldinger. Uh, we learned that you will, uh, you're will you a bar of soap guy in the shower, yeah, and we, we learned that you go bare hands with it. There's no loofahs. There's no washcloths, and no. Uh, you, will, you will not scrub below the knees. You'll just trust that the residual water and soap will go ahead and get that cleaned up. Uh, now, this week, uh, I'm curious, uh, true or false, every time Baldy goes number one, he's washing his hands. Uh, the false. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in germs, so I know that offends people. Oh. But, you know, sometimes I do, um, but sometimes I don't. Well, sometimes I'm just, you know, all right, that, that, that took care of that. <laughs> I haven't been sick since, I don't know, college, so I just don't believe in it. Yeah, and that was just that was just beer induced sickness. That wasn't even a virus. Uh, towel probably usage. Something up, probably something that dropped on the floor and I ate. <laughs> so there, there, there's no five second rule with Baldy. That's for sure. Uh, no five second rule. Food, food. Time to go. Amen, dude. One of the best chicken tenders I ever ate was off the floor. Uh, towel usage. How how many times will you use a towel, Baldy, before you say, okay, this thing probably needs to get washed? There's a a, a shower. At NFL films that sometimes, you know, if you're in an 18 hour day, you go outside, you get a workout in, I go in the shower and kind of revive myself. It's been the same towel there for four years. So <laughs> the towel's never been changed. The same wow. olive green towel, still stiff right now. It's a little but stiff. Still, done, still drives me off when I come out of there. <laughs> That is absolutely legendary. <laughs> Brian Baldinger with us here on the fan. Uh, okay, will will Brian Baldinger ever elect to, oh, when when the mood strikes, I'm going to go ahead and just pee in the shower right now? Oh, yeah, of course. The shower, the pool, the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's, no, there's no harm to that. That's what the drain is for. Listen, man, uh, you and I couldn't agree more on just about everything. So uh, we love you to death, and we look forward to next week and our continued series, Old Spice Questions of yeah, the Day with Brian Baldinger. All right, let's do it. Maybe there'll be some changes in Dallas. Who knows? Maybe. It's awfully quiet there right now. It yeah, is. We pray, man. We pray. Thanks, Baldy. All right. All right, take care, guys. There he goes. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. I didn't think I could garner more respect for Baldy, but... Here we are. The four-year towel. Lost so much respect for you. <laughs> four-year <laughs> towel. The four that towel, that I, towel went to college. I think we know why it's stiff. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, a lot going on back there. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 